This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We all know what we're capable of is the best way to put it. We know we're capable of putting you know that kind of offense out there every week. We just weren't able to do it in these previous weeks, but it, was awesome. it feels good to come together like that and put, put out a great game. I'm not trying to paint with a broad brush and act like Eureka. You know, we did what we, need. we, did what we needed to do to win today, and we'll keep pushing. Eureka! Yeah, they did do what they needed to do. And the Steelers will continue to push still right behind the Baltimore Ravens. I'm Austin Bechtel with you. It's the Fan Early Morning Show here on 93.7 The Fan. And as Cleveland lost to Denver on Sunday, it made me think, you know, the records might say otherwise, but this is probably a two-horse race. In the AFC North. And I'm not counting the Steelers out of it. Now that might sound foolish to some people to think that the Steelers and the Ravens can even be said in the same sentence, kept in the same realm because of the number one seed in the AFC. Steelers and Cleveland both at seven and four. But if you look at the remaining schedules for the teams, And we'll get to Kenny Pickett in a minute. They have a realistic shot to be able to do it. Now, Baltimore's coming up on its bye this week after winning on Sunday Night Football against the Chargers. Another game that San Diego, L.A., no matter where they play, it's the same old way that the Chargers lose games. Justin Herbert was just okay. I like Justin Herbert a lot. He's got all the tools, all the tools. Brandon Staley probably should have been fired a year ago after all the shenanigans that his team has had and late game situations, not being able to finish. It's one thing after another. Herbert's coaching is a little bit better, and I'm not saying that that would be the case here, given by weeks and weeks of Fire Canada chance and the... Notion, which is probably true, that Kenny Pickett, without a competent offensive coordinator, might not be able to truly show who he is, what he can do. And obviously, coaching can enhance anybody. It enhanced Tua with Mike McDaniel. Once Mike McDaniel went from San Francisco to Miami, Bobby Slowick has played an incredible factor. And the turnaround of the Houston Texans and C.J. Stroud as the offensive coordinator. I'm sure 
Kyle Shanahan has done wonders for Brock Purdy. There are other instances that you could point to as well, but a good offensive coach can do wonders for an offensive staff. The Ravens have two road games that are as difficult as any other game on the Steelers' schedule. And the rest of the Steelers' schedule is blah. While the Ravens, they got the Rams at home. Okay, probably will win that. That at Jacksonville and at San Francisco. Their final four, it would not surprise me to see the Ravens go two and two. Maybe worse. Consider how Baltimore has closed out games, closed out seasons in the last couple of years. And I know injuries have played a factor in that. Lamar being banged up. Tyler Huntley made the Pro Bowl, which is a whole other story in and of itself. Baltimore, two road games at Jacksonville and at San Francisco before having to face Miami at home. Now, Miami against good teams. Have they been able to beat them? No. Buffalo, the Kansas Cities of the world. Miami's beaten up on New England. Other garbage teams this year. That Steeler game, though, circle that on your calendar. If you haven't already, final game of the year. Could that come down for the division? Now, I want to go back a week. We would have never had this conversation after the Steelers' ridiculously poor performance against the Cleveland Browns. But if the Steelers would have won that game, would Matt Canada have been fired? Probably not. Now, that Matt Canada has been fired, it is not the end-all, be-all. The problem is not completely fixed. Canada was more than 50% of the problem. But player production and execution is also a big part of it as well. We need to judge Canada somewhat on a curve, judge the Steelers on a curve. Because Canada was a big part of it, but not the only part of it. Steelers of Arizona should chuck that up as a win. It's at home. The Steelers at home have been really weird, right? Doesn't it seem odd by how the the Steelers have played at home? It's been kind of poor. Kind of ridiculously poor, right? San Francisco getting blown out at the beginning of the year. and Yeah, you could credit that just being San Francisco. Jacksonville. But I'm more so thinking about last year. Mitch Trubisky against New England. That horrible loss to the Jets. So, would it surprise me to see the Steelers lose against either Arizona or New England back-to-back? New England on a Thursday night? Yeah. Especially the Thursday night game. But New England's got a good defense. It's Belichick. You never know when he goes out there on the field against the Steelers. You can never chalk up New England as a win if Belichick's their coach. Now, I think the discussion of Bill Belichick or Tom Brady, who would you rather have? Kind of point blank, period, Tom Brady. That the quarterback is more important and valuable than the coach. Then the Steelers go to Indianapolis. Might be a tough game. Indianapolis is 6-5. and five. In position for a wild card. Then you got Cincinnati at home. Should be a win, but you never know. AFC North football with Jake Browning. Then the final two are question marks. I think they're going to lose the Seattle game on New Year's Eve. Maybe close out... 2023 on a negative note to go into 2024 on a positive note at Baltimore. And then the Browns, I'm kind of writing them off. So the Browns and the Ravens play the Rams back-to-back. Ravens have their bye. The Browns play the Rams this week on the road at SoFi. 
Beautiful stadium. I recommend anybody going out there to see it. Then they got Jacksonville loss. The Bears, they'll probably win that. At Houston's likely going to be a loss. Who's the Browns quarterback at this point? Dorian Thompson Robinson has got a concussion. They're not going to win that Houston game. The Jets will Aaron Rodgers play? I doubt it. Probably will be done for the year. Especially because the Jets don't really have anything to play for. And then at Cincinnati. The Browns are going to lose the Jacksonville game. They're going to lose the Houston game. And they're probably going to have another slip up in there. Just because, well, they're the Browns and they don't have a quarterback. And yes, Miles Garrett is banged up. How much will he play on Sunday? Will he play on Sunday? It looks like there's a serious chance of that. But if you chalk it up, I think the Ravens lose at San Francisco and either the Miami and Jacksonville game. Also, so that puts the Ravens at 11-5 and before the Steelers game. The Steelers should beat Arizona, 8, beat New England, 9, beat Cincinnati, 10, and then Indianapolis, I think they can win that. And then I think they lose at Seattle. You're looking at 11 and 5. Is that realistic to you? 412 9370 I think it is. Where you could be looking at Steelers Ravens final game of the year for the division. It's it's crazy to think about, right? But the way that this team has played games and their ability to close out games, other than the Cleveland one. Shows that this is a real possibility. Partly just because, not that the Steelers are good enough to be able to do that. It's a little bit of a mix of, of both. They're a solid team. Pretty decent. But the teams they're playing against are horrendous. Arizona got crushed by the Rams. Who the Steelers beat on the road. This is the worst New England team in the Bill Belichick era. They have no quarterback. They rotate quarterbacks like it's a high school game. Bailey Zappi, Mac Jones. Mac Jones has been benched, what, six times this season? That team can't come into Pittsburgh and win, right? Might see a side smirk from Bill Belichick at that point if somebody ponders that question to him. At Indianapolis might be a little bit more difficult than people think because Gardner Minshew is okay. Gardner Minshew is probably the best quarterback the Steelers will face compared to the New England game and Cincinnati. Gardner Minshew is the best out of those three. Browning, Minshew, or Bailey Zappi, Mac Jones, whoever. Kyler Murray's still better than all of them. And then at Seattle, will Geno Smith lay an egg? Who knows? But their weapons are incredible. Jackson Smith and Jigba. DK Metcalf's a top receiver in the NFL. Tyler Lockett's a great slot guy. Is it crazy? You could also tweet me. At Austin R. Bechtold. On Twitter, X. Whatever you want to call it. The Wake Up Show is presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work. At 84 Lumber, apply at 84lumber.com. It's truly possible for the Steelers that they could have a collision course to face off against the Ravens at the end of the season to win the division. Do you think that that's even a possibility? 412-928-9370. The Steelers' schedule, compared to the Baltimore Ravens' schedule, makes it a distinct possibility. Mike Tomlin became the 16th head coach in NFL history to reach 170 career wins. He reached the feed in 269 games coach. It's the fifth fewest games coached in league history to reach 170. That's from the Steelers' communications. 
Mike Tomlin just finds ways to win some of these games. And I think we, and I know Mike Tomlin gets so much heat, and I'm not trying to say he's the top five coach in the league or that we should be praising Mike Tomlin and putting him in coach of the year consideration. Especially with how he handled the Matt Canada situation and was it Art Rooney or Matt, or Mike Tomlin that really fired him? I think it was Art Rooney. But Tomlin does deserve somewhat of somewhat credit for how this year has gone. I mean, they're seven and four. You can't completely crush Tomlin for that. You can't just give him a C. I give Tomlin a B for his coaching performance this year. I don't think that's too extravagant. A B is slightly above average. I mean, they're seven and four. Yeah, they should have beat Cleveland. My rating of Tomlin probably does not go up very much. Maybe a B plus and a half. I don't know. Half a plus? Makes no sense, but Mike Tomlin has done fairly well with this team. And again, they're not going to finish with a losing record, which makes a lot of people butthurt. Somewhat myself included, because I think more so if you're not in the upper echelon of the NFL, and if you're not dead last, tanking for the number one pick, or just horrendous and needing the number one pick like a New England or an Arizona where nobody wants to be, then you're in the middle of the pack, and that could be purgatory for NFL teams. It's a place where you might just not want to be because you can linger in the middle. You're not good enough. But you're also too good to not be in the bottom half of the league and get higher draft picks. And sometimes that can be a blessing in disguise. Sometimes it's a bad thing. The Steelers outgained the Bengals 421 to 222 in total yards. First time in 59 games. Over 400 yards for the Steelers. Mike Tomlin after the win said, guys like myself and Kenny Pickett, man, we're just based on winning and losing. We don't run from that. He and I are winners today. Fifth fastest for Tomlin. He just wins games. Yes, it needs to be better. I think we can acknowledge that both are true. Not trying to pat Mike Tomlin on the back. He needs to be better. He needs to have someone in the damn booth to tell him to challenge the Deontay Johnson touchdown catch. Where, look, I think you and I both thought that it probably wasn't a catch right away. But Gene Sterator said, yeah, if it was challenged, probably a grab, probably a touchdown. And then we get to watch Deontay Johnson watch the fumble from Jalen Warren spit into the hands of a Bengals defender and Connor Hayward save what could have been a potential touchdown. It's a week-by-week basis with this team. The ups and downs, the highs and lows. Part of that is Tomlin. And just the way that he approaches press conferences and the way that this team goes about its business. But they do have a realistic chance to still win this division. Which is wild to say because, yes, the Steelers did beat the Ravens, but overall the Ravens are a better team than the Steelers. They are. The Steelers might just have Lamar Jackson's number. And that Baltimore number as well. Kenny Pickett talk coming up. I have a little bit of a unique take on the offense. Matt Canada, Kenny Pickett. 412-928-9370. Your chance to chime in. If you'd like this morning, it'd be great to talk to you here on Sports Radio, 93.7 FM. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You know, Coach Sully's preparation and tendencies and, and what he saw and what we planned to attack. You know, it was great execution by everybody. Great pro. Pat did a great job of seeing it. You know, put the ball on him. It was a good star for us. But it, nothing to what anyone was saying. More of what the defense showed us, you know, preparation-wise. Hmm. Interesting from Kenny Pickett on the preparation from Mike Sullivan. Is Mike Sullivan the co-offensive coordinator for the Steelers more well-known at this point? Or, well, more talked about in this area at this moment? And if you would point to somebody and say, yeah, you know, Mike Sullivan did a great job coaching yesterday. Do you think more people would think you're talking about the Steelers co-offensive coordinator, Mike Sullivan, than the Penguins head coach, Mike Sullivan? I think it's I think it's possible. You know, the Steelers and the Penguins season going on at the same time, but obviously with so many eyes on the Steelers, as always, that might be the case compared to a two-time Stanley Cup winning head coach. For Kenny Pickett, 24-33, 278 yards. He did not throw a touchdown. If you compare the passing charts from last week to this week, Pickett last week against the Browns, it was not good. 15-28, 106 yards. Efficiency was bad. Pickett did not complete one pass inside the hashes. One, not one. He had one that was very close to the far side hash. Close but still outside the hashes. Pick it inside the hashes, and we'll say catches that were made like on the hash mark. Against the Cincinnati Bengals, five. And overall, the, the chart, you can find it on my Twitter, you can find it on Josh Roundtree's Twitter. It was considerable that they were looking over the middle of the field. First play of the game! To Pat Fryermuth, and I really wonder, was that just trying to stick it to Matt Canada? Was it? I mean, 
right away, first play, something that everybody's been calling out, the media, the fans, people are saying, oh, they don't utilize the middle of the field. And then first play, Pat Fryer moved 20 yards, first down. And then they ran it again later on in the game. And the way that they were able to utilize Fryermuth, finally, nine catches a career high, 11 targets the second most ever, and he had 120 receiving yards. That's a career high for Pat Fryermuth. No player had more receiving yards through the week than Pat Fryermuth entering Monday. None. Pretty impressive. That's how you use the tight end. It can work. Pickett's gone seven straight starts without a turnover. There's not a single quarterback with a longer streak since 2018. Aaron Rodgers did it with eight. 412-928-9370. Roland, what's up? Hey, Austin. How are you doing today, bud? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm glad you brought up Sully. There's three great Sully stories of all time. The first one was Captain Sully. You remember Brace for Impact, a miracle on the Hudson? Yeah. He was calm as can be. And they do the crash landing. Did you see the so movie? Captain's, I saw the movie. I loved it with Tom Hanks. Brace for impact, as calm as can be. No panic. Now Mike Sullivan won two Stanley Cups back-to-back. They give us five. Very calm. You never see him flap the hill. He lets Latang, Sid, and Gino run the locker room. Great, great leadership. If they have a goaltending, they're going to they're win this year, too. So they're going to get their sixth this year if the goaltending holds up. The other one is Mike Sullivan. He's very calm with Kenny. You could see the calm demeanor, and Kenny was back. Getting rid of Canada, that was like getting rid of a refrigerator you've been carrying on your back for two years. Canada's a nice guy. He got Thomas Kidd a scholarship. Canada couldn't coach a midget football team. So now that Kenny's back and Nick's coming back, you can mark this down. Austin, I love you. You know I love you. They're not going to lose another game. It's going to be a tough road to go through Lamar, Jack- Lamar Jackson. That's a t- it's always a tough game. It's going to be a war for the division crown and for home field for the Steelers. It may be for overall number one seed. They're going to have a tough time with Mahomes if they can get him in Akershire. If Kansas City loses two more games, they're dead coming to Akershire. And then it's going to be a war for the seventh Lombardi against Jalen Hurts in the Super Bowl. I think they match up well, and it's going to be – that's going to be a slugfest. That's going to be smash mouth football for the Super Bowl, and the Steelers are going to win it. And you heard it here. You've been hearing it all year. Believe me right now. And DJ, he's so far dead. After the Super Bowl, he's going with Chase Claypool. He's going to Miami with Chase Claypool. Well, Roland, I, pre- I appreciate the call, man. They're not going to the Super Bowl. They're not winning the Super Bowl. At least not with this offense. They need to continue to make strides. Look, things got better on Sunday. They did. I don't think there's any way that you can deny that in terms of just 400 yards the first time in, oh my word, forever? 50 games? Like, the amount of time that it took this team to finally, finally crack 400 yards. It it, it didn't make sense that Matt Canada's offense just couldn't stumble and fall. And gained 400 yards of offense. 421 total yards of offense for the Steelers. Even the Steelers' social media accounts were tweeting it out. They knew. They realized it. It's what this team needed. Finally, 59 games to reach 400 yards. Now Kenny Pickett. 
He went 200 straight, 208 straight passing attempts without an interception. It's the longest streak in Steelers history. He's past Big Ben for that. He's the longest streak without turning the ball over in Steelers history. He just he doesn't give it away. Partly because the Steelers aren't very aggressive with him. I think Matt Canada was about 65% of the problem. He was a big part of it. Now, the Steelers, a lot of the plays were the same on Sunday. But the ways that they were called, like the timing of how they were called, I think were different. Situationally. Did you see a jet sweep? Did you see a lot of bubble screens? Did you see a lot of dump-offs to the running backs? Wasn't so much the case. A lot of dump-offs were to Pat Fryermuth over the middle. And they were productive plays. And you allow your big tight end, who I think it's a lot of unnecessary hate. Look, Fryermuth's a good player. He's a good tight end. I think he's a top 10 tight end. He could be a top 5-7 to seven tight end. I truly believe that. He's a very good player. He's not Travis Kelsey. He's not... Darren Waller over the last couple of years, not this year. He's not, might be around the Evan Ingram category. He's a solid tight end. He's a good player. He's not George Kittle. He's not TJ Hawkinson. I think he could be close to Hawkinson. They're very similar type of players. Pickett, 24-33, 278 yards. No touchdowns, no picks, 73% completion. You know, I said that I'm out on Pickett, and I'm not going to backtrap and say, oh, I'm back in. But one thing that made me from not completely going fully out. Yeah, I said that, you know, I'm out. That's true. I'll admit that. And I still don't think he's the franchise guy. But I do think coaching can elevate. Coaching can make a player better. It really can. And a lot of the times, you know, it's hard to admit that you're wrong. I will be okay saying, once I said that, I'm out on picket. That if everything turns around and the coaching works, that I'll say, yeah, I was wrong on Kenny Pickett. I'll admit it. That's fine. I thought that he was not going to be able to get the job done at this point. That's fine. I think that we do need to see more coaching with Pickett. And if it is Mike Sullivan, look, I want to see an outside candidate. I really do. I'd rather see an outside candidate come in at the end of the year. Don't just promote Eddie Faulkner like we do with Coach Randy. Don't just promote Mike Sullivan. This isn't Coach Randy or Matt Canada or anything like that. I want to see a new face in there, a new voice, new scheme. But Mike Sullivan called a good game. Eddie Faulkner did well. It worked. Finally, 400 yards, first game without Matt Canada. Ironic, huh? Maybe not so much. So I want to see more. They only scored, again, 16 points, right around the average. They probably should have scored more. They definitely should have scored more. Deontay Johnson should have been a touchdown. Again, that's seven points taken off the board. And the way that they moved the football, this was the first time, though, I felt like the Steelers controlled the game. They controlled the pace. So I liked what I saw from Pickett. But it's time to see a lot more in six more games. And then potentially the playoffs, which seems like a very good possibility. To truly be able to know how he stands up in the playoffs. How does he play? How does he fare? Excited to see it. Sports Radio, 93.7 The Fan. Austin Bexel with you. Pre-show's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.